We would gladly give our time, attention, and money to a person who knows what they are talking about, or at least thinks they know what they're talking about. But self-confidence does not come naturally to a lot of people. I think our upbringing drastically affects whether we leave the nest with a ton of self-confidence or very little. Self-confidence is the ability to believe and display the attitude that you know what you're doing. It is a virtue desired by employers, desired by your mates and friends. The world is a beautiful balance of people who have varying levels of self-confidence. The people on one end of the scale are fearful that they are not good enough or don't know enough to open up and share their wisdom. The people on the extreme other end of the scale of self-confidence are brash, arrogant, and generally unpleasant to be around. If you can find a way to be confident, but just below the extreme, the world will love you and eat you up. They will applaud you and live vicariously through you. And as a bonus, they will pay good money to be around you and learn from you. And today, I'm interviewing Daniel Gomez on how to break through your limiting beliefs and develop a confident mindset of success. This should be a great interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Braden. I'm so excited to be with you again this week with another episode and another great guest. My guest today is Daniel Gomez. Daniel Gomez is an award-winning business strategist, corporate trainer, and executive confidence coach in, and is the president, founder of Daniel Gomez Enterprises. Daniel speaks and coaches at events all over the world. His passion is to elevate businesses and entrepreneurs to achieve their true potential through their training and coaching programs. Daniel has empowered his clients to build epic success in their personal and professional lives. He is the international best-selling author of You Were Born to Fly, a book written to inspire and to give people the high-performance habits and confidence needed to be leaders of their own destiny. And there's so much more I could share by reading his bio, but we're just going to go ahead and bring Daniel in and let him share a little bit more about himself, give us a little bit more information about his background, and then I'll share with you what we're going to be talking about after he shares a little bit more about himself. So, Daniel, thank you for joining me for this episode. Welcome to the Maximize Your Brand podcast. Hey, Markeith, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here, and I'm excited. I'm pumped, and I'm ready to bring a lot of value to your audience. And it's all about the people, right? The biggest mistake, The biggest mistake that we make as speakers, as coaches, as whatever you want to label us as is we always think it's about us. It's not even about us. It's about the audience. And that's the one thing that we teach at our Sticker Shock Speaking Academy the audience is the star of the show. And when we realize that the audience is a star and not us, 
then the whole perspective, the whole mindset shifts. And that's where the true breakthroughs come in, my friend. So thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here, sir. Awesome. So Daniel, I shared a little bit about your bio, but go into a little bit more detail and let the people know who you are and how you show up in the world. Man, I'll tell you what, we think we know it all the answers, right? We think we know it all. And I'll tell you when my wife was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer over three years ago, my life changed. We had money in the bank. I was running multi-million dollar corporations. Our house was paid off, Corvettes, Harley Davidson's, you name it. We had everything. But I was put in a position where my financial and title of whatever position I held was not going to save my wife. So it humbles you pretty quick. And I had to readjust, rethink how my life was. And to be honest with you, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't like who I had become, Marquis. And that's when just the whole journey of really self-assessment of who I was, I took a step back, resigned from my corporate gig and took care of my wife. She was depressed on me. And as they say in show business, right, the rest is history. I've shared the stage with Les Brown, Tom Bilyeu, um, you know, Forbes Riley. I'll be with Grant Cardone next year in Toronto. And But I say that because it's not to impress anybody, but just to say I'm just a – I was just a little old Mexican guy here in San Antonio, had a dream. I believed in my dream, and I took action on my dream. And most people, we don't succeed because we never take action on what we – that in idea, that inclination that's in our mind, we we fail to act on it. And I think most people miss their destiny because they don't believe it for themselves. That's so good. Yeah, you know, we have to believe in ourselves. We have to develop the mindset and, and you know, really work on that personal development because that self-awareness, that personal development is really what helps us to create Uh, the success we desire. And so today what we're going to talk about is how to break through your limiting beliefs and develop a confident mindset of success. You know, limiting beliefs can hold us back and keep us from really achieving the things that we want to achieve. I just recently was speaking in Wilmington, Delaware at a conference called Breakthrough in Business, Next Level Everything, uh, hosted by Danielle Jervy Harmon, who happens to be a business coach of mine. And that whole conference really uh, is focused on helping entrepreneurs, uh, small business owners to really overcome their limiting beliefs so that they can go to the next level. And so let's talk a little bit about limiting beliefs. You know, what is it about limiting beliefs that really uh, holds us back as entrepreneurs, small business owners, as professionals? Well, the reality is most people don't even realize they exist. <laughs> they don't realize they exist. And a good example of that is anytime you make an excuse, a simple way to realize what is a limiting belief in my life, in your life, in anybody's life, is what excuses are you making? Because the best example is whenever a limiting belief surfaces to the, to, to the top, it's that excuse that you make. And a good example of that right now is I was speaking to a, a prominent young aspiring speaker coming up. And we're having our speaking academy here next next uh, March 5th and 6th in San Antonio, Texas. And he was like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I'm not ready, right? He came out with excuse after excuse. And the reality is this. I said, look, I'm going to speak from my heart. When you stop thinking like an employee and you start thinking and seeing yourself as a successful business owner, your whole mindset's going to shift over. And it's not going to happen overnight. And these limited beliefs, these, I call them agreements, right? When I train people in them, 
there are agreements that we believe has truth, but they're actually lies, Marquis. And when are you going to stop believing the lies that our parents gave us, society has given us, and even friends and other family have given us, or yourself? You believe something to be true when in reality it's not because nothing's worse than believing your own perspective your entire life because your perspective of life is not reality. It's just a perspective. And when you open your heart to somebody else's point of view, that's when I say the magic happens and that's when the big breakthroughs come in. That's good. Your perspective on life is not the true reality. It's just your perspective. And so a lot of times we uh, we make our perspective the reality. We make our perspective the truth. Sometimes I like this quote. I think I learned it from Les Brown. He said, never make a permanent decision based on a temporary situation. And that speaks to perspective. Is your perspective that this is permanent, that, that there's no way out of this there, that this is the end all be all, or is your perspective that this is only situational? This is only a temporary thing that I'm going through. This is not the finality of what I'm experiencing. And so we really have to work on our perspective. And now let's talk a little bit about, you know, this whole mindset situation before we delve a little bit deeper into how to overcome limiting beliefs and uh, delve more into the whole idea of developing a more confident mindset. Why is mindset so important? when it comes to us really manifesting the things that we want to manifest in our lives. Yeah. And one thing that I want to say is the perspective that we have, the perspective that we have, think about this. Like I got to, I have a pair of, um, it's funny we talked about this because I trained this in corporate. I have these gold sunglasses on right now and these sunglasses, everything in the room, you look gold, you look yellow. The whole room looks gold and yellow. But the reality is if these glasses were red, and I put on red sunglasses instead of gold ones, everything's going to shift to red. So when you shift your perspective, when you change the glasses that you have on, the lenses that you see through, everything changes. Because let me, let me, let me explain. If somebody has lost a loved one and they have that perspective of resentment, of bitterness, they're always angry. No matter what they look at, they're going to see it from an angry, resentful perspective. But if you have the sunglasses that... When you see, you see everything from a positive point of view, from joy, from happiness, no matter what comes your way, you're going to have a different perspective about it. And the limiting belief comes in play because we think that our perspective is the truth. It's not because the reality is this. The biggest lie that we've been told, Marquise, is this. Think outside the box, right? Everybody says that since you're a kid, it's a limiting belief that we come across. Think outside the box. Well, let me ask you a question. Who said there's a darn box to begin with? Who said there's a box? Nobody. But it's just somebody that told us that it was truth. And we took it as truth. And we've carried it our whole life. And until you realize that it's not, then that's when you're free from the lies, the limitations that you've been adapting as truth. Hmm. And another good example of that is this, right? We, everybody believes in Santa Claus. Everybody believes in the tooth fairy. It's reality. But then one day you wake up and you catch your dad or your mom putting the dollar or the $5 bill in your, in your tooth. And you're like, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, the tooth fairy asked me to help you. Then you realize as a kid, you're like, son, daughter, there's no such thing as a tooth fairy, but that's the same way a limiting belief. The moment you realize that there's no tooth fairy, the, re the moment you realize that there's no chains holding you down, 
there's nothing that you can accomplish. There's nothing that you can't do because the same way Santa Claus didn't exist, but you believed in it so hard that you stayed up late every single Christmas Eve and you believed in Santa Claus. You took pictures with this guy. And then the moment you find out that he was in reality, you're like, wow, what else am I believing that is false? And too many of us, we have that lack mentality, that scarcity mm -hmm. mindset. And I'm not just talking about scarcity in money, but it does involve money. But when you have a scarcity mindset, it trickles over and drips down into every single aspect of your life, in your relationships, and in how you perform at work as an executive, as a business owner, in all aspects, Mark. I'm so glad you brought that up. Lack mindset, scarcity mindset, really, you know, being controlled by that, because I've really been talking about that over the past few weeks, that, you know, when we have a lack mindset, when we have a scarcity mindset, it really holds us back. Actually, I was it was actually a part of my speech when I was speaking at the conference, because one of my points in dealing with creating a transformational mind, which was my podcast episode this week as well. It said that you must develop a mindset of abundance and evict a mindset of lack. Yeah. And a good example of that is I think we can relate to this, right? I, I think about as, as I look back and I go speak all over the world, one of the stories I love to tell because people, they, their perception is wrong, right? So I say, think about this. I want you to think about whenever anybody in a team has a lack mentality, the team's going to suffer. Why? Because that's the person that's the ball hog, hogger. That's the person that wants to spotlight in them. Hmm. And a good example of that person, and, and, I, and you know, I don't know this guy personally, but he's a great basketball player, but he had a lack mentality, and that was Allen Iverson. Why? Hmm. Because he was a ball hogger. He always wanted the ball. So when you have that lack mentality deep down inside your soul, deep down inside your heart, it doesn't matter how great of a team you have around you, you always wanted to be about you. And when you look back at how great of a team the 76ers were with Allen Iverson, they were amazing. But he always wanted the spotlight on himself. He always wanted the ball. And when you, when you have that lack mentality, you suffer the, the structure, the integrity of the team, and you're never going to win that way in life. And that's a true fact because if you look back, the 76ers never won that championship. And the reason was, even though he was the best player on that team, he had a lack mentality. He always wanted the ball. And when you have a lack mentality, you, you lack the confidence to believe in the people around you. And when you lack the confidence to believe in the people around you, you suffer the just the championship, the winning spirit of the team. And you can tell that because no matter what happened, he always wanted the ball and never gave anybody else a spotlight. So good. So good. So good. I don't know how many people would actually say that Iverson had a lack mentality, but you went there. I, I appreciate you, you know, going there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about it because I, I one thing that I do in my corporate trainers is I, 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 I help build championship teams. Right. And it's not about I and the team. It's about us. And you go down to it and, and you think about it. Right. Think about the opposite of that. Think about Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, when him and Kobe Bryant were at the, at the Lakers, they, they didn't always get along, but they didn't suffer the integrity of the team because they had a different mindset. Shaquille O'Neal came from the military background. He was taught by his dad, hey, 
help each other out, right? Military teaches you lift each other up. And that's what, that was what was engraved in the mindset, the abundant mindset of Shaquille O'Neal to help each other out, right? To truly help because his dad was in the, was in the military. He was, he was, he was engraved that as a child. Well, as he grew up and became this all-star basketball player, his thing was, look, even though we don't get along, we're going to put our personal differences aside and let's go win some championships in it. And that's what they did. And that's the total other side of the paradigm, right? So are you going to have that abundance mindset or are you going to have that lack scarcity mindset? And it's, they're both great players, but you can see that even though he was a great player, he didn't mind sharing that stage with Kobe Bryant. And on the other side of the spectrum, Allen Iverson never shared the stage with anybody. Good, good stuff. So how do I really begin to, you know, start to tackle the whole idea of limited belief? Because I know you talk about these things a lot and and really developing a confident mindset. You know, what are some of the uh, first steps that one needs to take first to address or to confront limiting beliefs? Because I'm a firm believer that you cannot confront what you're unwilling to identify and you can't identify that in which you're unwilling to confront. And so what is, you know, that first step that you would recommend in, in overcoming uh, the struggle or the fight with limiting beliefs? Well, I think it all starts with your language. The, the word of God says this, life and death is the power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I want you to envision this. I want you to envision. It's easy, right? If you want to see what your mindset is, whether it's a lack or abundance mindset, look at the pictures you're painting every day. And what I mean by that is every day we're given a white canvas and that white canvas is the day. And every day with that white canvas, we're given a magical paintbrush. We're given a magical paintbrush to paint whatever we want, whatever we want to create. We can paint it. We can create it. What is that magical paintbrush? Our words, the words that we speak every single day, create and manifest the life that we're living in right now. So look at your present situation and what words are you saying about yourself? What words are you saying about your life? What words are you saying in all aspects? And when you really start taking note of what you're saying, you're going to start saying, wow, I didn't realize I said that. And a good example of that, I was just with one of my coaching clients here yesterday and I noticed that she used the word hard every single, like every other word was hard. This is hard. That's hard. Everything's hard. And I asked her, I said, can you do me a favor? I go, I really want you to start being aware of how many times you say the word hard. She goes, what do you mean? I go, you say it like every other word. And she caught herself, like everything was hard to her. And the more you say everything's hard to you, guess what, Marquette? It's going to be hard to you. So the first thing I want you to address and be aware of is, Give somebody the opportunity, give somebody the accountability to speak into your life. Maybe it's your wife, maybe it's a good friend, but hey, whenever you hear me talk negative, whenever you hear me say something that doesn't go with what I want to obtain, give them permission to address it for you. And second of all, definitely, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at without coaches, right? I've hired many coaches myself and why reinvent the wheel? But we all need help. And the number one thing I want to say, Marquita, is that pride and ego will kill you, right? Mm -hmm. Pride and ego comes before the fall. But when you ask for help and you humble yourself, that's what's helped me to obtain just this massive success that I've had in my own career because I always ask for help. And we all have blind spots. And when you give somebody permission to show you your blind spots and you're really open and you don't take things personal, and the moment you stop taking things personal, 
everything's going to change on how you see life, how you see others, and how you see yourself. Good. So we got to watch our language. We got to watch <laughs> what we speak. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Whatever we want to see, we need to learn how to speak it. We need to learn how to align with that. You know, and that is both sometimes, you know, positivity and neg- negativity. You know, we we have to catch ourselves. We got to be intentional about the words that we speak. And so the first way to address that or confront limiting beliefs is that we've got to watch what we speak. Number two, what is the next thing that we could do to kind of confront limiting beliefs or limiting well, mindset? Then, well, then the limit is, is this, right? Just Just think about how many times do you make excuses? Mm. How many times do you give yourself alibis? Whether you call them alibis or excuses, it's a limiting belief. And a good example of that is just to say you're in conversation with a friend and just to say Marquis comes up, says, hey, man, I did this. I got that. I bought me a new car, bought me a new house. My business is taking off. And I'm like, wow. But so when you have a limiting belief, you say this, right? Well, must be nice. Must be nice to have all that money. Must be nice to have a successful business. That's a limiting belief because they don't believe it for themselves. Mm. And that's a great, great just spotlight that shows when somebody has that limitations. When when you can't celebrate somebody else's victories, when you can't celebrate somebody else's successes, that is just showing that you have that lack scarcity mindset because you don't believe it for yourself. And this is one thing that, that is so powerful, right? This is one of my quotes that I came up with here is people will criticize what they admire and can't duplicate. Mm. And they criticize it because they have a limited belief system that they can never see it for themselves. Mm, That's good. That's good. That's good. Wow. Excuses. One of my favorite (laughs) quotes, poems that we learned uh, when I was pledging my fraternity is the, the whole quote of excuses. Excuses are tools of incompetence which build monuments to nothing. And those who use them seldom specialize in anything. And so we got to watch our excuses. We got to watch and keep them from, you know, interfering with where it is that we're trying to go. Because it's just simply an excuse. I was looking at a post the other day from someone I know, and they were talking about if I could just simply go back to when I was, you know, a child, a teenager, you know, I won't rush trying to become an adult because being an adult is not fun. (laughs) And so I sent them a message and I said, well, what's interesting is, is that everything that you're experiencing in your life as an adult right now, you were the one who decided to experience it. You were the one who created it. (laughs) Yeah. And And if you want something different, if you want something different, just make some different decisions at the end of the day and watch the result come forth. And so don't and despise I, where you are because you can't go back and be a child. You can't go back and be that teenager. You can't go back, but you can start today and create something new. And you're, you're, you're exactly right, Marquis. The moment you stop realizing when blaming others is a new way of starting something new for yourself, you take ownership of it. And the moment you start seeing problems as an opportunity and problems not as a problem, because let me most people see a problem as something that's bad. But let me explain. When you start seeing a problem as a blessing, because a problem gives you an opportunity to reveal your expertise. Mm-hmm. A problem 
gives you the opportunity to reveal your competency. Think about this. Somebody was tired of having a phone tied to the wall and they came up with a wireless phone and they became millionaires because they were able to solve that problem. So what problem is right in front of you that if you solved it, it would bring you epic success, massive success in your life, in your business. So stop looking at the bad in every situation and start seeing every problem as a blessing. And when you do that, you give God the opportunity to move in your life and bring you new ideas to help you go to the next level in every aspect. Start looking at your problems as a blessing because it brings out your value, right? It brings out the opportunity for you to overcome something and for you to conquer something and for you to create something new. Start looking at your problems as a blessing. Man, this first half has been so good. (laughs) I'm excited, excited for uh, what you have. But we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after this message. Are you a corporate executive or career professional who's ready to take your life back? ready to take your time back and you thought about becoming a coach, a speaker, a trainer or consultant in your own business. Well, I want to invite you to schedule a brand maximization discovery session so that I can help you to uncover that expertise and learn how to properly package yourself in an online based business. I'm Markeith Brayton, personal brand strategist and master lifestyle coach, who's all about helping corporate executives and career professionals to maximize and monetize their personal brand online so that they can create a location-free business and live the life that they crave. What I know for sure is that you want to be doing something that's fulfilling and that's exciting and that provides great value to the world. You want to make a greater impact on the lives of individuals. And you know that if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get the results that you've always gotten. So schedule a brand maximization discovery session by going to my website, markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. And let's maximize and monetize your personal brand. All right. Welcome back to the second half of this interview that I'm doing with Daniel Gomez. We just got finished talking about limiting beliefs and how to overcome that limiting uh, mindset or that mindset of lack. And this second half, we're going to talk about now, how do we really start developing this whole idea of confidence? How do we start developing confidence? You know, some of the most successful individuals have had challenges with confidence. Some of the people that we know were the presidents and people like Oprah and other individuals who we know are highly successful, but they all have had to overcome some level of challenges with their confidence. And so Daniel and I are going to talk about how do we really up-level, elevate our confidence and elevate our mindset in order to really go after full force what we want to go after in life and create those opportunities. So, Daniel, welcome back to the second half of this interview. Awesome. Yeah. And the first thing I want to say on that is this. I I love arrogance, right? I love when I meet Mm. 
it seems like we both do some executive confidence coaching and in, in that level of, and you, you always have that arrogant VP or executive director that just says, well, I never lose my confidence. And I just chuckle, right? And some of them get upset. They're like, well, why, 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 why are you laughing? Because if you never lose your confidence, that means you're never growing. Let me say it again. If you never lose your confidence, that means that you're never growing as a person. You're never growing as a leader. And that means that you've been playing small your whole time because if your vision isn't big enough to scare you and to question, man, am I doing the right thing? Then you've been playing small a lot longer than you think. Wow. If you never lose your confidence, that means that you're not growing, you're not developing, you're not maturing. That, that, that kind of also speaks to that problem being a blessing. That lack of confidence can be a blessing if you are willing to confront the fact that you have the lack of confidence. Now, what am I going to do to start building it? And so tell us a little bit about how did you start to develop greater confidence as a speaker, as a coach, as a professional, uh, going after, you know, multi-million dollar companies and, and helping them to train uh, their employees, their professionals, their executives. You know, what was your journey of developing a more confident persona, a more confident uh, mindset? Well, for me, I truly believe that that the that the confidence and the success comes in the failures. And what I mean by that is, I don't care. I just I go. I I, I think about something. I have an idea. I have an inclination, and I just do it. And what I mean by that is, so many of us we strive for perfection. You strive for perfection, and the sad truth about that is, not myself, not you, not anyone watching this podcast is ever going to reach perfection. The objection. The objective of the whole thing is this, is progress. Your whole objective in your business, in your career, is progress. If you're progressing every single day and you're staying consistent, the confidence comes in the consistency and the confidence comes in the consistency of every day going out there doing what no one else will do. Because so many times you see it on LinkedIn, so many times you see it on YouTube, somebody starts a, a podcast channel or they charge, they do this. And did you know that most podcasts never make it to 10 episodes, much less nearly, I can't think of the exact percentage. I don't want to exaggerate, but most podcasts, they die before they get to 50 and it's a high number. But I say that because just start there where you're at, start there, right there, right there, right where you're at, start there, stop worrying, stop trying to be perfect. Just focus on the progress every single day. And I think when you're focused on making progress every single day, Marquis, the confidence is going to come and you're going to be like, you know what? I can do this. You're absolutely right. The competency builds confidence. And I think about, you know, how long I've been podcasting, almost five years now, and I just keep pressing my way. Sometimes I get off a little bit and I'm not as consistent. But as I keep moving forward, the more competent I become and then the more better if for lack of a better word, <laughs> the, the podcast becomes. Yeah. But the, the main thing is this, is that I was looking at some videos with a friend of mine the other day and he's like, dude, who's that? I go, that's me. He goes, dude, that's junk. I wouldn't have hired you. 
I go, man, I wouldn't have hired myself. <laughs> and it was for my first YouTube page as a motivational speaker. But it's like, we laugh about it, but it's the truth. It's like, we all start somewhere and you got to have that re- that point of reference. And most people, they don't realize that as they grow and develop, the point of reference is going to change. So right now, when we're looking back at those videos from many years ago, my first YouTube page, it was like, it was junk. But now my point of reference is, hey, I was podcaster of the year, confidence coach of the year, 2019, 2020. So my reference point, my point of reference has changed. So that now is what I measure myself by, but you can't measure yourself from the very beginning till now, right? Because you have to have those, it's, it's kind of like those milestones that we all hit. But the main thing is this, one step at a time, one step at a time. It's like running a marathon. You're going to get tired. You're going to hit that brick wall. We all do it in some form or fashion in work and family and every aspect. But when you hit that brick wall as a marathon runner does, it's just one step. One step, one podcast show, one more show, one more phone call if you're in sales, one more phone call, one more follow-up. And that's where the consistency comes in. And that's where the confidence builds in because think about it this way. How many podcast episodes have we had where things just don't go right? It's easy to give up. Anybody can give up, but the true champions keep going forward. And that's where the confidence comes because think about this. If success was easy, everybody would be doing it, but it's not. It's not. And to be consistent, most people give up because the consistency, it, it, it takes two things, determination and resilience. Mm. And I'm sorry to say, but most people that I know nowadays, our country is kind of like we lost the resilience. We lost the fight in us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much just really, how can I say it? It's like, you know what? We take the, I feel like a lot of times we take the coward's way out and we forget what it is to really be a champion and to really what it takes to, to survive and to thrive in, in business. Because I have a quote. And I came up with this because I lived through this, right? Mm-hmm. You're not a true entrepreneur until you spent an hour in the bathroom and you were crying and you were 99.9% sure you were going to give up and quit and go back mm-hmm. to the workplace. And that defining moment in my life helped me to build my confidence because I was hanging on by a thread, but I didn't give up. And that was a tipping point. And that's when the confidence comes in because when you handle that form of, of just, how can I say it? Of being punched in the gun. It's, it's, it's like that quote that Michael, that Mike Tyson says, right? Everybody's a champion. Everybody trains for the championship, but until you get that first hit, <laughs> you're not going to know how to handle it. And we're all going to get it. But when you hit that first hit and you bounce back, that's where the, that's where the confidence build. Because when you handle one, when you, once you've handled it, you can handle it once again. And then you can handle a bigger punch and a bigger punch and a bigger punch. That's so good. You know, there is no failure as long as you don't give up, right? There is no failure as long as you don't give up. And we just have to be persistent. We have to be consistent and pressing toward the mark and moving forward toward our goals. And so as we wrap things up for this interview, what I want you to do is to, you know, share some final words on how one who is ready to take the next step. They may be working a nine to five and they know that, hey, there's so much more to my life than this current job that I have. I have great aspirations and great dreams for myself to do something on my own. 
And I've been working on my personal development, working on being more self-aware, working on my skills. And I'm ready to maximize and monetize my personal brand. I'm ready to take that next step. How would you encourage them today uh, to continue to work on building their confidence and uh, staying the thoughts of limiting beliefs? Man, that's easy. That And that's one thing that I love to, to coach on, right? Because when, when somebody gives me an excuse, when somebody gives me an alibi, I'm like, dude, your success is on the other side of that fear. And I don't buy people's excuses because this is a reality. I started my business. Daniel Gomez Inspires is my brand. The Shield of Faith right here. This is my, this is my logo. It's the Shield of Faith. You have to have faith in God, faith in your abilities, and that gives you faith to succeed. Because my wife had a double mastectomy, Marquise, a double mastectomy when I started my business. She was depressed, and she thought I was really crazy because I started – my business at this point of our lives, but it was that very point that I had no, I have no other option. And when you give yourself no other option, but to succeed and press forward, like a rhino, right? Just think about the rhino, the rhino charges forward. You just got to charge and you go do it. But when you leave yourself a plan B and a plan C, you're not going to make it because that means you're not fully committed. And you have to understand that I was scared. I wasn't like, it wasn't easy, but I knew that on the other side of this fear, on the other side of being scared, that's where the dream was at. And once I jumped, it's like parachuting. Once you jump, like right when you're at the door, you're here like, ah, I don't want to jump. But once you jump, the adrenaline kicks in. And once you start getting those small wins, once you get one client, once you get another speaking engagement, then you get another speaking engagement, then you get another podcast, then you do another podcast, and then you start your own podcast. And then all these wins start coming and they start accumulating and you pile and you stack all these wins. It's like, What was I even scared of? But you're never going to experience the adrenaline of being an entrepreneur. You're never going to experience the adrenaline of being a small business owner. If you never jump, if you never jump out of the parachute, you'll never know what it is to to fly. And we were all born to fly because God didn't create us to be mediocre. God didn't create us to be below average. God created us for greatness. He created us to be royalty, to be just amazing in this world. And if you don't believe me, I want you to think about this. I want you to take your hand right now and put it over your heart. Do you feel that? It's your heartbeat. If your heart is beating right now, it's because there's still a dream inside of you. There's purpose inside of you. And you weren't born to be mediocre. You weren't born to be average. Somebody out there is drowning. And you're their life jacket. And it's time you stop being selfish. And that you leave that comfort zone of your nine to five job, which you're really not happy at, but you tolerate it. And the moment you stop tolerating those things that you, that you really hate, that's when the happiness, the success, the fulfillment in life. Because I can tell you, once I jumped, I was scared, Marquise. I was scared. But man, I wouldn't be experiencing that life. I, wouldn't, I, had, I, just, I just spent 10 days in Asia and I didn't have to answer to anybody because I wanted to go. It was a great opportunity. I grew a lot. But I would have missed it because I would have told you my old boss wouldn't have gave me the time off. So it gives you freedom. It gives you just flexibility. But the most thing, it gives you fulfillment because, like I mentioned, there was many people drowning in Asia and I was their life jacket. And the moment you take yourself out of the picture and you start being selfless instead of being selfish, that's where the success comes in because there's nothing greater 
in helping somebody who's drowning and you lift them up and they say, man, thank you so much because you made a difference in my life. But it takes just the fact of knowing that you were born to fly. And I went with this. Greater is the power behind all of us, mm-hmm. which is a mighty God than any and then any task in front of us, Marquis. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So good, so good, so good. Well, before we go, why don't you let people know how they can continue to follow you, stay in touch with you via social media or get in contact you with your email? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, for your audience, I'll get a, a, a courtesy uh, 25 minute discovery session. I would love to just engage with them. They can email me at Daniel at danielgomezspeaker.com. That's Daniel at danielgomezspeaker.com. And they get a free, uh, a free strategy session. My brand is the Shield of Faith right here, right? Daniel Gomez Inspires. So if you go to YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Daniel Gomez Inspires is my channel. And just look for the Shield of Faith right, right here. Just look for the Shield of Faith. And I would love to just en- engage with you. And my free gift to your audience, Marquitas, if they go to www.danielgomezinspires, with an S, inspires.com forward slash number seven steps. That's danielgomezinspires.com forward slash seven the number seven steps, you're going to get a free training at seven steps to fly daily. And that's a, the, my morning routine that I give to everybody out. Because if you don't start off your morning with energy, with vibrance, with action, you're missing out on yourself because you're not giving everything you have. And the way you start the morning is the way your day is going to go. What you focus on, you attract to yourself. So I would love to connect with you. Once again, my brand is Daniel Gomez Inspires. Google that and you'll connect you with all my social media outlets on, on Pinterest, Facebook, and on also on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Awesome. So that's Daniel Gomez Inspires. And so we'll make sure we have that link in the video as well as in our show notes. And I want to thank him for just coming on and sharing his wisdom and, and providing us with some valuable tips on how to Get rid of those limiting beliefs and how to up-level and elevate our confidence. For those of you who are listening on iTunes or your most favorite platform, I want to thank you for listening uh, this week to this episode of the podcast. Feel free to leave us a rating and review of this particular show. I'm always loving to read and, and, and share those ratings and reviews. Also, if you have not subscribed, go ahead, subscribe to the Maximize Your Brand podcast with Marquis Brayton. I'm always wanting to build who I call my brand maximizers, individuals who are really about aligning themselves with purpose so that they can fulfill the goals, the dreams that they have in life, as well as so that they can realize the life that they crave. And so each week we are right here every Wednesday with a brand new episode. And I just thank you for being a supporter and and a listener. Until next time, just remember this. Always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.